welcome to Said. I'm your host, Editor-in-Chief and Curious Style Voyeur, Jane Dagney. Said is the conversational complement to what's been written in Designers Today magazine. Said is also an acronym that stands for Something About Interior Designers. Here, through conversations with designers and decorators, manufacturers, marketing experts, business coaches, and others in our community, we'll acknowledge, celebrate, and explore that special je ne sais quoi that designers share and yet express uniquely. Designers are creators, people handlers, and life changers, artists and visionaries, extraordinary jugglers with powers often greater than they can see. We are intrigued and inspired over and over again. Enough said. On with the show. Hi, and thanks for joining the podcast. Today, we're doing something new. I have two guests on the show at the same time. And also, we did our podcast not by phone, but in person, sitting around a table at the Designers Today podcast studio. It was so much fun. It felt much more like friends hanging out. We could see each other's expressions and make faces at one another. Sitting to my right, designer Nicole Color of House of Color, and that's color spelled C-U-L-L-E-R, not C-O-L-O-R. She's based in High Point, and she's new to the business of interior design, as she spent time raising her family before opening her firm in the spring of 2018. Though young in the business, I see Nicole diving in and showing up for everything design and soaking it up like a sponge. Margot Olson, the ASID Carolina's president for 2019-2020, identified Nicole's passion, and here's what she said about Nicole. I met Nicole Culler at the fall conference for ASID Carolinas. I was immediately impressed by her professional demeanor and willingness to contribute. Consequently, she accepted the role of High Point Liaison, where she participates in High Point events and meetings where an ASID Carolina's presence is expected. Also joining me in the podcast is David Santiago, based in the New York, New Jersey area, and who has been growing his design business for over 20 years. David is one of the best-dressed designers on the circuit, roaming the showrooms and streets of High Point, dressed up from head to toe. To our podcast, he wore a natty blue blazer with a wooden bow tie and a signature hat. In David's spare time, haha, as if that kind of time actually exists for designers, tenor David Santiago is an opera singer. He has fans in both worlds, and there's often crossover, as creative director Nancy Fire attests. Here's what she said about David. I love the duality that David has to offer to our industry, designer and opera singer. His passion for the stage is often found in his interior settings, unique and bold. Both David and Nicole are featured designers in Aspire Design and Home Magazine's High Point Showhouse, benefiting the Junior League of High Point. Nicole is a High Point local, and David, between the High Point market and the showhouse, decided to stay in town for five weeks. And we are so glad he did, as it afforded us this opportunity to gather round. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hey, everybody. Welcome to SED, the Designers Today podcast. I'm very excited because for the first time, I am gathered around the table at 
the podcast studio at Designers Today's worldwide headquarters in Greensboro with two of my designer friends, Nicole Culler and David Santiago. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Thank I have, you. I have been scared to do a three-way by phone because no, none of us can see each other's face, no cues to who's going to speak, but I was like, oh yes, you know, we're all in town, so let's get this going. And Nicole, you have lived here almost your whole life in the High Point. Yes, I have. I have been here since fifth grade, which I'm not going to tell you how many years that is. So, <laughs> but it, it, We'll put that in our show notes. Yes. <laughs> um, I, have, I have lived here two months, and then David, you're an airbnb for the last, how many weeks have you been here? I came down um, October 10th, if I have to put a date on it. Mm-hmm. So I will be here for a full month probably by the time I, I leave and break down after the project that we're going to talk about. So, right. So what brought you here to live was, and, and what brings, why I wanted you both here with me today is you both we're featured designers at the Aspire Design and Home Showhouse in High Point. Yes, we are. Yes. Yeah. Very exciting time. We're design mates, as I like to say, or hall mates. Hall mates. <laughs> yes. Hall mates. Now, I, this is something I totally want to talk about. But before we go there, sure. I, wanna, I want you to familiarize the people that are listening with what brought you to design. A little bit about your childhood, where you grew up, and then when you first, when the bug of design first bit you. So, David, you've been in the business the longest here so you start let's see we're going way back (laughs) bc Uh, no um let's see i started in the fabric and window treatment business uh back in the day calico corners nassau's window fashions in bergen county bergen county new jersey and i was mentored by silver-haired ladies Mm -hmm. and i called them my designing women and they took me under their wing and within six months i am a shop at home designer selling custom window treatments and that's really the seed I planted that was planted for my journey. And years later, in the mid-90s, I first came to High Point as a design consultant and buyer with the owners of a home furnishing store in Hackensack, New Jersey. And that was the beginning. It was the catalog years, mm-hmm. as I've mentioned, the day that the sales reps ruled the day where we had some of the big guns still here at High Point that are no longer here. Right. And um, here I am today, still coming to High Point, relevant, staying, you know, on point with the design industry, the home furnishings industry, and watching it change. When did you open up your own firm? I started my own business in 2010 or 11, so going on nine years. Mm -hmm. And it's been quite a journey. Well, um, when I first took over the magazine and we published our April issue, April 2018, was our first issue, and you did the journey on the back page. Oh, and right. one thing I remember about what you wrote there was that I think your first like sort of design seduction was a, a balloon shade. Like, yes, yeah, it was. <laughs> I can a, see that. Yeah, a Taylor balloon valance. I was painting and hanging wallpaper for my neighbor because I thought I was going to be a contractor. And he, this gentleman walks in with a Taylor balloon shade, and I said, "What is that?" And he's like. It's a balloon balance. I make them. Or a balloon shade. I make them. I just bought a a workroom. I'd love to show you around. And that's really how it happened. Mm -hmm. I was painting, hanging wallpaper. A window treatment walked in. Gentleman was very nice enough to go come check it out. And then we had a great conversation like this. And he's like, do you want a a job in the business? I know someone looking, you know, for a young guy like you. And bam, he picked up the phone. A week Mm -hmm. later, I was hired. 
under the designing women. Look at that. <laughs> I know. That. And who knew? And who knew? <laughs> Nicole. Yes. You opened your business, um, your design business, a little over a year ago, April 2018. Yes, I did. And... Um, I'd love you to share how that came to be, um, if this is your first career, your second career, and what brought you to it. I have always loved design and architecture and art. That's something that was instilled in me at a very young age. I spent many of my summers in Germany living with relatives and traveling throughout Europe and Absorbing. Absorbing, absolutely absorbing. As a young child, just fascinated by the architecture and the the textiles and textures throughout all these beautiful historical buildings, the castles. And and knowing uh, my mother was a, she was a designer, but she was a designer for lingerie in a different world. But she would bring her designs home and her imagination and the fabrics and materials that she worked with just kind of, I guess evolved who or partially evolved who I am mm-hmm. today and in my design. I knew that I wanted to do something in design or art or architecture growing up. Yep. And through my travel and um, I, I call it kind of my, my gypsyhood years of my 20s, I finally decided I was going to go to school for design. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I did. And We are too. <laughs> thank <laughs> you. And that... That was really, I guess, the the beginning, the real beginning of my interior design journey. I so you studied design. Yes, went I to studied for it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. I studied and had such great professors. They really instilled in me so much, and I'm so grateful for all the knowledge that they shared with me and what I've learned from them. It is invaluable to me. So before you you actually went into the business of. Did you do your own home, and did your friends, you know, they noticed your your talent to say, oh, Nicole, can you help us? Yes, I did. I freely did all of my friends' homes. Advice, not all of them, but whatever advice that they came to me for, I freely gave to them. It, it was something I loved to do. I was excited about. And at the time, raising my family, and that was that was my main job. Mm-hmm. And it still is my main job today. I have I still have a young child at home. But I loved it, and I I hit a point a a year ago when I realized that my oldest children will soon no longer be at home, and I needed something for myself to to distract me from this Mm -hmm. while still raising my youngest child. But it was a moment I woke up and I just said, carpe diem. Mm -hmm. You're going to carpe diem this day, and you are going, you're going to roll with it. Amen. You're going to jump off that cliff, and... (laughs) Someone's going to catch you, and <laughs> you are not going to fall. And so I did, and that was April 2018. I opened up my studio, and here I am today. And I'm just I'm excited about bringing my ideas to fruition and helping families in our area live and love to live in the space that they're living in. It's so important. Just because you have children doesn't mean you can't love the space that you live in. Right. And that's, that is my main focus. It's bringing design to families. Right. It doesn't mean those <clears throat> dreadful coffee table bumpers and... Um, no. Oh, gosh. And also, I mean, yeah. just in the world of performance fabrics, you know, 
it doesn't mean plastic slipcovers. It means gorgeous, luxurious performance fabrics that are soft. and Absolutely. Yeah. That, the performance industry, performance fabric industry has come so far. Their fabrics are, as you say, luxurious. The, the hand and the, the weaves are as if they're not performance fabric at all. Right. It is a beautiful fabric that one can be proud to showcase in their home. But know, on the flip side, that they don't really have to worry about taking care of it, and they're able to enjoy it. So um, both of you, David, you've been in the business longer. Nicole, you're, you're a newbie at it. But both of you are very involved in uh, industry organizations. And um, David, I know IFDA, IDS, your affiliations. What is it, what does belonging to these organizations do for you, do for your career, networking? How do they help? That's a great question because I always uh, talk about that during our meetings and when we're socializing and trying to um, procreate or, you know, get new members and maintain membership. For me, it's uh, the networking aspect of working with colleagues and vendors and sponsors of these organizations. Um, you know, the CEUs, the, the continued education aspect of it is really important for me to stay fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to get too comfortable. I'm, I, I'm always, as I like to say, hungry. I have an appetite. So uh, being part of these organizations, which are similar but different, um, for interior designers, I think it's important um, because what they're doing is cultivating, um, you know, modern day industry, modern day interior design uh, with traditional elements of, of educating and as I prefer, designing it forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, it also opens doors. Uh, you, you meet new people. You never know where a conversation is going to go. Um, one thing I will say is I never joined the, the organizations looking for business. I looked for um, brotherhood and sisterhood, um, especially when I started my business. Um, I started and I joined um, IDS. I'm going to go back maybe five, six years ago. Was it very new then? It was, it was um, no, it wasn't new. It was new for me mm-hmm. um, because I've been so comfortable in the industry knowing what I, I did. But then when I started uh, craving something new, I seeked, um, I met Julie Schuster at, um, online actually, and she invited me to an event. Um, well, before I got to the event, I met Julie Schuster, who was the president. Oh, okay. She was the president of IDS at that time. I met, ran into her at the um, Architectural Digest party, and I'm sorry, Architectural Digest show. Mm-hmm. And it was wonderful. I felt like I knew her. She felt familiar. She was very welcoming and a good mentor, and planted seeds about uh, being part of an organization and a group that have similar interests. And um, and looking for growth and looking for membership and and also the benefits and um, some of the uh, IFDA offers scholarships and grants and opportunities for designers like Nicole like myself mm-hmm. that are still looking for something fresh looking for education looking for an uh, finance an opportunity to expand on business and all the different aspects and they have a lot of contests and things like that where they have recipients and it's not just in college or university it's it's for professional sure and and it's yeah. good to be part of organizations that offer that to new designers you know 
current designers, old designers, it, it doesn't matter. Right. And I think that there's so much going on in the industry right now, too, that it's changing all the time. And when you when you're part of a group in an organization, it, it increases your power and ability to be part of the change that is our organization. Nicole, I know that you have chosen to um, do things at ASID. I saw you there uh, at the Carolinas chapter meeting. And what is your position there? My position is Allied ASID, High Point Liaison. And I, I'm very proud to be a part of ASID, especially the chapter in the Carolinas, which is the, the largest chapter on the mm-hmm. East Coast. Very proud of that. That's fantastic. And the position is to is to create relationships between the industry, the vendors, and designers so that we can work together. And it's, it's a, a win-win situation for both so that designers are educated on what the manufacturers, vendors, have to offer. And the vendors and manufacturers are able to create a dialogue with these designers uh, and this in turn creates revenue for them. So your specialty is then working with the high point manufacturers and vendors that do so much custom work and really fine quality production and making sure that the designers know about them and then in turn which I think is uh, a lovely um, a lot of vendors and manufacturers don't quite yet know how to work with designers. I mean, everybody wants to work with designers, right? This um, group, but not everybody knows how. So I think to facilitate communication is is really um, necessary between between all factions. What I what I notice with you, um, Nicole, just the first time I met you was at the Bean and Stock Library. Yes. Right. Um, <laughs> David, have you been to? You've sure. been there. Oh, several times. We've Love done IFTA it. events there. Yeah, amazing. It's a wonderful place to go. I was just driving down the other day, going, you know, on my downtime, I should go in there and indulge in some historic wallpaper books and 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 research before I head back to New York and seize the opportunity of it being right here. If you want to meet, maybe one day I'll meet you there because I just could go for some inspiration yeah, too. Yeah, I would okay. love that. Okay, that. that's a true treasure here in our town that needs to be taken advantage of. Totally. There's so much to offer within those four walls. It's an amazing place. What I've noticed, um, so I met you there at the library last market, and then um, you came to our designer experience in Greensboro. Yes, loved it. I'm so happy that I participated in that. And the designer experience, I, it was a game changer for me to meet other industry designers, leaders in, in the design field. I'm so happy that I took advantage of that opportunity. I, yeah, I, I love that you're offering that and doing that for designers and giving them the opportunity to just let go of everything else and absorb and be present and you're guiding them. I have yet to be part, part you know, participating. But you will. In one. I know you and will. And I will. I'll get there. I was so upset about the Biltmore one, um, but <laughs> I love that you're doing that. Um, I'm just using this phrase, designing it forward, and giving designers that experience to say, "Okay, you guys, we're in charge. Put everything down. We set up the, the game plan for you. Go experience." have a blast you know right and that's very much what it's like yeah we do we do the grunt work and set it up and then you show up which takes energy and time too because you've got to make sure your clients are all good your families are good um but what we see happening i mean like i i look at you i I see your your instagram i see the people that you've met not 
not that you wouldn't have met them on your own, but it makes me so like happy to see those relationships. And then you, we just sort of like, you know, put a little some seeds down yes. and then you're, you're the nurturer of it. And if I had not gone to this experience, I do not know that I would have had the opportunity to meet these individuals that I am now, these designers that I am now such good friends with and are part of my design family, my community that I go to. It opened up doors for relationships mm -hmm. that are very meaningful to me, and I'm very grateful for that. I, again, I don't know that this would have happened if I had not attended design experience. It is a gift that you have given to all of us and that we Thank need you. to take advantage of if we have that opportunity. Right. It's, I feel it's really important. And you are coming to Atlanta. Yes, right? I am. Yeah, I'm excited. Just, I wish you were coming. I know you're closing up um, here, High Point. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you have to get back to your real life. I do. Which exists up and north. Believe, and believe you me, I want to go to Atlanta. I'm just... I've, I have, David, you you have a lot. And I, I do. <laughs> what I'd love to um, just again, I keep we're like we're waiting to talk about the show house, which I can't wait to. But sure. I want to talk about your entertaining career sure. and your design career. Some people listening will know that you are a professional entertainer with your focuses. You're a tenor. I'm a tenor. And operatic. Opera singer. Um, opera singer, <laughs> who will be performing this January at Carnegie Hall. January 10th, yes. Yeah. So um, this is a passion of yours. And didn't your opera career, your stage career, did that follow design? Design was kind of first? Design was kind of first. And, um, you know, while I was uh, working, in, you know, starting, I had this desire to pursue theater. Theater led me to musical theater. And the director of the musical that I did, Calamity Jane, I did Wild Bill Hickok, said, David, you need to go study voice. You need to go study music. So because someone saw something in me, um, I am where I am at today. And she did some of the homework. She said, I found uh, an extension program at a conservatory that has how to read music, theory, ear training, and voice lessons. Mm -hmm. Fast forward, that teacher that I was working with at Manus Conservatory said, you've got something, I want you to audition for the program. So I said, you prepare me, and I'm in. So I did. So at 24, I decided to pursue a singing degree, uh, not knowing where it was going to take me so I can be a triple threat. And I mm -hmm. fell in love with opera and classical art songs and music. And that's where I got the bug for opera. As soon thereafter, I uh, got a job uh, at New York City Opera, starting as a character mime, or supernumerary as we call them, holding spears and flags. And that, for me, was... Holding spears and flags on, on, on stage. On stage, in mm -hmm. productions, mm -hmm. on full, full productions, working with conductors and directors while I'm in school, while I'm working in the decorating world. So, I mean, I'm having the best time of my life. And that's where I, I said, I've got to be on stage. I mm -hmm. want to sing. And that's where the journey began. So I look at some of your product design because, so David Santiago, that um, that's your name. Then your design company is Casa, Casa Santi. Santi. And then your product design, your brand under which you've got wallpaper, lighting, and furniture furniture upholstery. is strictly Santi. Strictly Santi. Right. And and as you say, you've been Santified. Santified. Here, yes. <laughs> um, so you do have this flair for the dramatic and just, but lots of patterns and color, which you can see if anybody knows you and has seen you what you wear to market. I mean, you're one of the most fashionable designers that I know. Thank you. Has <laughs> opera. And I, 
I actually have seen this at the show house as an example, but has that drama translated itself into your product design? Absolutely. Um, you know, I've been called Mr. Damask. <laughs> um, <laughs> never minimal. <laughs> should make a song called Mr. Damask. Mr. Damask, yeah. I think we're on to something yes. there. Um, you got you guys can be my backup girls. Oh, yeah. I would love that. Yeah, um, it has, and you know, theater is grand, and it could be simple and 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 poignant. But music, classical music, has influenced me. Um, you know, their composers, the classisms, the, the different eras. Absolutely, um, it's not all. All of my work is not all of that because at the end of the day, I'm an interior you designer, your clients, and I'm yeah. defining my clients, mm -hmm. and I'm sanctify them. Um, what that and that what what that means is that they're willing to go on a journey with me and take them out of their comfort zone, and and redefine them or define them because sometimes they don't know who they are, and you know, and it's a great process. It's the psychology of what we do. We are psychologists as much as we are designers. We have to get into the head of our clients and and what we're doing, you know, the, the space we're creating. But opera, the theater, absolutely. I go. It's somewhere in time. Yeah, I mean, when I look at your your chandeliers with um, American, American Brass and Crystal. Yeah, you know, I of course I think of like Phantom of the Opera and sure. the big giant <laughs> chandelier, but just they're they're so colorful, they're ornate. I feel like they could be part of a set. And yet so, there's you know, a certain modernism to the to it. You know, there's a freshness to it. So that's what I like and what I brought to American Brass and Crystal just, you know, taking them out of their that, you know, traditional element and uh, or zone and giving the unexpected. Oh yeah. Yeah. You and totally it's, do that. it's a fun place to be. And then let's just go let's just go right to the show house hello. because hello because at the at the show house you had the uh, center hall or the, the, the stairwell. The secondary entry, the the stairwell, the hallway. And then I got to meet Nicole, and she's my beautiful hallmate. That when I turn that, you know, going towards the bathroom, I get to see Nicole, and it's wonderful. I know, and I, I want to talk <laughs> about friendships that are born at show houses, but just to get one more um, sure. last word on how opera might affect product design, you had three portraits of. Um, Yes. Three beautiful pieces of art done by... Done by Ricardo Monge. You know, uh, he's my art director, and um, he's taken on the love of opera through vicariously through me, taking him to, to the experience and, you know, of theater, and also introducing him to singers. And um, when I was doing the show house, I said, Ricardo, I need your artwork here, and maybe something new. Um, I said, I love the Garden of Adina's, you know, that he has a collection, but why don't we do maybe some opera icons? So who did you do? Uh, we did Beverly Sills, America's Sweetheart during the 70s and 80s, or maybe even early 60s, um, which I got to meet and work with at New York City Opera. Amazing. Luciano Pavarotti, um, the world's most famous operatic tenor, and Jesse Norman, um, African-American soprano that just recently passed. So um, he infused elements of the Garden of Edina into the new pieces, and he, we appropriately uh, titled it Popra. It was, you know, pop art meets opera, and it was fun and spirit, you know, the spirit of music and energy and color. Mm -hmm. Really good, great accent for to the hallway. I love that, Popra. Popra, yes. <laughs> and um, you've done show houses before. I've contributed to them, donated, um, you know, Art, uh, wallpaper mm -hmm. and, and furniture and things like You've that. You've never done a space? I've never done a space and I, I chose, I said yes to this for the reason that 
it was an opportunity to marry everything that happened thus far this year. The launch of the lighting collection with American Brass at the Architectural Digest show and the wall carving collection that I did with Bijou Wall Coverings at ICFF. Mm -hmm. And then this came about late spring and I said, how could I not? It'll be a great opportunity to show product outside of a vendor space so to speak, and tell a story with product. I, carpet sure. diem, hello. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I think that's exactly. probably one big reason why designers you sure. know, want to do this. Now, Nicole, this was your first show house as well. Yes, my very first show house. And I, I still wake up in the morning and pinch myself. It, it is a childhood dream come true. And Please I, tell us your space. Yes. My space is the upstairs linen closet that I am very, very proud of. I'm ecstatic to even be among all these incredible designers that are so talented from all over. And here I am from High Point, North Carolina, and I have the opportunity to represent my hometown and showcase what I can do. It is it is amazing. And you're, doing it, and you're doing it well. I mean, I'm at the show house pretty much every day. And when they turn and they go towards the linen closet, it's a stopper. They stop and they look. I'm going, that's Nicole. That's my hallmate. And I'm, I'm like rooting David, for you. I love you. you for that. Thank no, you. No, but it's true. I'm there. I'm witnessing it every single day. It's a showstopper. You're very gracious. Kudos. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, that that is the beauty of design, that details don't go Unnoticed. Un unnoticed and undone, and the, the fact—I mean, when I when I saw you and you said and you did a sort of you know, band of white. Here are my shelves. Here yes. are my four shelves, and you couldn't have been more grateful to have that opportunity, and you trick them out um, maximally in a tailored way, layering papers and um, just that's the, it was beautiful, and I loved your enthusiasm. Thank you very much. It's big ideas and small spaces. It, it is. <laughs> and, and the color palette, that, that beautiful navy grass cloth, and wrapping the shelves, doing, yes. you know, doing every element. That so, really so thankful speaks. for Fabricut. They are very, very gracious and so wonderful to work with. Yeah, you had some really good um, good companies that you worked with. So when in, in doing this show house, um, I don't know if it's always the same, no matter who, what entity is producing it, but did they, how did you get to do it? Did they put a call out? Did you contact them? How does it work? Well, um, Nicole? My story is going to be very different for yours, well, let's, yours just, let's start with yours. <laughs> Ladies first. Ladies <laughs> first you. here. Thank you so much. Such a gentleman. My, how I entered into this was by calling a dear friend of mine, Mary Powell, Young DeLilly, who is heading up the show house for the Junior League of High Point and working with Aspire Design and Home. I gave her a call, reached out to her, and let her know that I would be interested. And um, at that time, I believe all the spaces were currently taken and assigned. And she said, Nicole, I'll put you on a list. And if something comes available, I'll reach out to you. And at, at that point, I said, Mary Powell, if all you have is a shelf, I will decorate the heck out of the shelf. Amen. And she said, Nicole, <laughs> right. I will call you if something comes available. Mm -hmm. Fast forward, let's see, this was spring. Fast forward, August. Must have been the middle of August. Mary Powell reached out to me and said if I was, asked if I was still interested in the show house and I, for a moment I was extreme, I was just speechless. 
And of course, yes, any opportunity <laughs> to be a part of a childhood dream, I, I would love to make that happen mm-hmm. and come to fruition. And that is where it all started. Mm-hmm. She said, meet come me. Come on over and see the closet. Yes, she said, Nicole, I have three spaces. And she showed me two of them, and I looked at her, and I said, what else do you have? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she said, well, I'm not sure you're going to be interested, but what did you pass? What did you pass down? I, I passed... I passed up the opportunity to design the outdoor spaces, Mm -hmm. and that was mainly due to the time limitation. Everything had to be in that following week, and this was Thursday, Mm -hmm. and every other designer had already turned in all their renderings and vendor information, and here I am starting from scratch. Mm -hmm. Smart. Very smart. She said, I don't think you're going to be interested, but we have a linen closet upstairs, and I'll, I'll show it to you. I said, well, please do. Right. Followed her upstairs. I looked at it. I looked at her. I said, Mary Powell, may I please have 12 hours to decide what space I'm going to take. But in the meantime, please do not give the linen closet away. Mm-hmm. So no problem, Nicole. <laughs> that linen closet is yours until you say otherwise. Woohoo! And, and that's that, where it started. That's great. So I'm very, great very story. grateful to Mary Powell. If it were not for her, I, I do not know that I would be a part of well, this. Well, relationships, who you know, um, you know, speaking it, putting it out there, you know, you let her know that. And David, sure. how did you get your, well, your stare? Um, I, I be, well, anyone who knows me knows that I love High Point and I talk about High Point. And I think when the show house buzz was happening with Lori, uh, I think through a conversation with Lori Lennis and Steve Mandel from Aspire, I said, well, if you do decide to move forward, you know, I'll take, I'll bite and I'm in. And um, once they solidified everything, they sent me the floor plans and, you know, told me all of the rooms that were available, and I was, you know, thinking about taking a room, and then I thought... Was a lot available well, there? It was a lot available that at that point, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I, I had to pick up a lot. You know, I, I could have done several rooms, but the hallway, the entry spoke to me, and I thought this was a great way to jazz up an arts and craft home and also mm-hmm. seize the opportunity to, to play with space. Um, I've been influenced a lot from boutique hotels, um, from Portland to West Hollywood and Dallas. And I've been wanting to do something fun and outside the box that stimulates you. Like when you go to these hotels, you walk into a lobby or down the hall and the art is speaking to you. Or there's that chair. And like, I love that chair. Or even that little accent table. So that's what I was channeling. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's what I want to do. And which I probably anointed hospitential and brought the hospitality world to the residential world to an arts and craft home in High Point. Mm-hmm. And I think I pretty much nailed it, if I may say so myself. And and you <laughs> did some wallpapering shenanigans. You brought your own uh, hanger. Yeah, Didn't yes, you bring yes. somebody down to make sure it was done? That's one correctly? of the wonderful, unexpected things that happened working in a, in a show house contractors, the availability of it mm. and what things will work and not work. And in this particular case, I wanted to install the wallpaper on a 45-degree angle over a staircase. It's so difficult, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? So difficult. It's difficult. I could have printed designers. it. <laughs> you know, I could have printed it up as a mural, but no, we needed to do it the right way mm-hmm. on a 45-degree angle. So I drove down with my paper hanger, uh, Lisa Lanzlato, wallpaper extraordinaire, um, and we got in the car, drove down Saturday, nine and a half hours. We installed on Sunday. The hottest day probably ever. No electricity, no air conditioning. 
planking mm -hmm. uh, away and we finished that evening around 7 45 i thought we would kill each other we woke up in the morning and we realized okay we did it sunday we did some finishing touches back in the car back to new york there you go wow. the glamorous world of show houses it, it, it really it's it so glamorous yeah <laughs> you know i live and breathe you know what we do and i ha thank goodness i had the opportunity and the luxury to do that and sometimes working for yourself allows you to do that, to pick and choose that, that battle. So um, the show house opened. I was there for the press preview. What was it like when you flung open the doors and then people could, you know, you were open to judgment and reaction? And is it a mixture of elation and, oh, my goodness, nerves? Or what's it like? Oh, well, for me, an abundance of nerves. An, and excitement mixed in to gosh, so many emotions. I, I don't even know how to explain how I felt that day. I was just excited to be there and greet everyone and anyone that I can and have, I could at that time, and have a conversation with them if time afforded. Again, to me, it was just such a dream. It truly was a dream come true for me, and it, it still seems so surreal to have been a part of that day mm -hmm. and be a part of the show house and to meet David and all of my hallmates and designers in the show house. I enjoyed I mean, that, every single minute of that it. That press preview was, was crowded. I did not go back to the party that evening because we had our own event to do, but um, was, it, was it very crowded? Was it was very crowded. It's always interesting good. to see you know who, who's there for the designers that they know mm -hmm. and who they don't know. And you see the chemistry and the camaraderie and the celebrate celebration, and then you you know you look at facial expressions, which I love to you know the psychology of seeing someone walking through a space and not knowing who designed it and what they're thinking and the unknown, and then when they find out the story, they're like, oh, because some things aren't obvious and some are. That's what I I loved about it, you know, the unknown mm -hmm. and. This is a great unknown moment. I'm, we're here. We are with Nicole, and I'm listening to Nicole speak, and her journey. And I feel like she's a veteran of the business. I really thought you were in the business as long as as I have been, because that's the way you you roll. That's your vibe, girl. And I well, love that you. about this. And when when we met at the show house, right. I said. This girl knows what she's doing. Mm -hmm. I really like this. I need to know more about her. So thank you, Jane, for this opportunity for this yes, interview because you. I'm learning about Nicole as much. I am too. Yeah, I it's mean, wonderful. I, this, you know, we we did not like have this podcast yeah. session planned for days. Not I think really. last night it was still like, well, maybe I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. So I thank you both for for showing up. Thank you. Um, so tell me, who was somebody? So obviously, okay, there's a lot of love here at the table, sure. but. Let's talk about who else you met during the show house. Like, who will you just be texting? Who's going to be one of your besties that you just were delighted to meet? I, I have I have a handful. Of course. David, to start out with. Thank of course. you. I'm, yes, I'm design crushing on you right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe not as much as I'm crushing on you. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of hot in here yeah. now. I'm like, who is? Finally. Okay. Like, who were some of the, you know, just relationships that you're so excited about? I am excited about my relationship with with my other hallmates. Kate, mm -hmm. uh, she's out of Raleigh. Mm -hmm. She did the bathroom. She, yes, right next she, did the ba mm -hmm. she did the bathroom. We spent a lot of time together um, in my closet and in her shower. Mm -hmm. There, 
simply because it was really crowded and we had to step out of the way. And um, and Kristen McCory, who designed the bedroom across from me. I love that bedroom. Yes. I love it too. We lo- I love so, Kristen. Mm. So talented. We are kindred spirits. We both love wearing socks with our sandals. And, uh, Birkenstocks? Yes, mm-hmm. Birkenstocks, yes. They need to make Birkenstocks. Yes. Oh, I, I'll, I'll make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> then we could wear the popra. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, um, and Chad. Oh, God. Yes. Did his room not smell the best? Yes, oh. yes. I. It, it was divine. I second that emotion. Oh. Chad, Chad uh, was my, my moment. My un, unknown. I didn't know Chad. We knew of each other, but we didn't really know each other. And um, I, there was something about that room while they were working on it. You know, all that cloaked manpower and, and cloaked. And I just, you know, the coolest guys, so laid back. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just sorry we, I, we didn't get to spend more time yes. because he's renowned and he's got somewhere to be. And a client is calling him and he's working on his project. But Chad is one cool dude. Yeah. Do you think, um, I know that the final weekend that the show house is open is this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. It it's is. through Sunday. And, and, you know, to answer to your question, the, my favorite thing that's happened is yes. my relationship with the Junior League. Mm. Since I've been, since I chose to be here, I've just bonded with the Junior League of High Point. Those ladies Old school, traditional. Did it bring you back the, to the balloon shape? It, it did. <laughs> They've got some wit in them, some, you know, some really cordial sass, as I may like mm-hmm. to say, you know, would say. Um, I just like what they do, what they're about, the sense of community, the sisterhood. I told them I'm their unofficial mascot and their attache to the New York metro area. Oh, I know. They love that. <laughs> yeah, they did. They do. And I just get to see them every day. So I'm going to have a little separation anxiety mm-hmm. when this is all well, done. What will the final weekend be like? Will you both be there by your by your spaces? And... I, I think so. Um, I know they're, uh, the Junior League themselves, uh, the, the ladies, are going to host a little cocktail hour the, on Sunday at the last day before we break down. So um, I'll be there. Hopefully Nicole yes, will be there. I will be there. Maybe I'll, yeah. maybe yes. I'll come. You need to come. It'll be Sunday, I believe, at 5 o'clock. Mm. Oh, mm. That's, that is a date. Yes. Yes. That sounds, that sounds good. That sounds like a little cocktail party I'd love to crash. Yeah. I have one more question. So here you are with the show house, and, you know, you want to be there because people are coming through and it's market time. But then there's market, and you're designers, and you have to look for things for your clients, and you yes. want to go to educational sessions. Nicole, I know you hooked up with Diane Keaton. You got to yes, see Diane. I did. Oh, that was one of the highlights of my day, for sure, no doubt, to uh, to listen, to have the opportunity to listen to what she had to say and uh, and meet her and have a small conversation. She's so real mm-hmm. and tangible and so funny and witty. I enjoyed Was there something that she said that, particularly struck you um, that you just thought, oh my gosh, like, you know, or were you writing down during it or just listening? And I was listening, but she also validated something that's very important as designers, especially if you hold on to what your professors say. Um, not everything has to be textbook. Art is in the eye of the beholder, and really, you can do whatever you want to do. It is what your heart desires and whatever your imagination 
provides for you. And that is what I got from her. Mm-hmm. Let it just let it roll. Right. It doesn't life is about living in the experiences and and having fun with it. So have fun. Right. Like, have don't fun get with your design. Caught up in the shoulds and the the right and the wrong and just right. Mm-hmm. And Feel enjoy, it. enjoy mm-hmm. what you're doing. Enjoy where you're living. Most importantly, enjoy the spaces that you are creating, and uh, don't worry about what anybody else is doing. You do you. And do you do you feel that you also got to see you got to enough showrooms just you know to kind of satisfy that part of the looking? I that is still a balance for me because mm-hmm. I love to soak up knowledge and High Point Market is the best place to do that for me. It's in my backyard. I try to take advantage of every panel and every CEU. It's almost an obsession of mine. And I found this market that maybe the scale wasn't exactly even, that I tipped it more towards the CEU classes mm-hmm. and um, not so much the vendors, but it's all a learning experience, and it's all yep. about balance. In every every market, I learn more and more, and I learn how to balance things out. So next market, it'll be a little different for right. me. Right, right, definitely. And David, what about you? How how did you balance show house and and market? Well, I think after the opening night, I decided to submerge myself in High Point and seize the opportunity, at least for two full straight days, um, walk around, see what's new, what's next, what's happening. And uh, one of the standouts for me was Norwalk Furniture mm-hmm. and what they're doing with shapes and patterns and fabrics and the palette and um, scale. They have something for everyone. I left there on a high. I was like, you know, when I saw Caroline Hippo, I said, Caroline, I'm so happy. She's like, why? why? I said, I love what you're doing. Yeah. You have something here for everyone. And that, made, that resonated with me. Um, but I got I got around to some of the larger showrooms. Bernhardt was very interesting to see. Lots of navy, lots of you know monochromatic tones. Um, aside from the splash of color with the designers in the front gallery when you walked in, that they they brought in uh, Nick Olson. I didn't see it. Yeah, was it? they brought in fabrics from Schumacher mm-hmm. and infused all this color, which is so not Bernhardt yet so designer friendly. And it just I even posted on my Instagram takeover for IFDA. I'm like. This is just wonderful color and noise and in the most wonderful way. Um, but I was continuing to, to search for, for new lines I don't know, as well as, you know, um, revisiting with some of them. Mm-hmm. Selma, it was one of them that stuck out, with, stuck out with their wicker and the ode to the William Morris that they Salama. introduced. Mm-hmm. Salama, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, that stayed with me. Mm-hmm. Um, Norris on rugs always introduces something wonderful. You had a great rug in your show house space too. Yes, I yeah. did. Mm-hmm. The Le Rêve, the dream, which mm-hmm. happens to be an aria I'm singing at the concert by uh, Massenet. To and you see, that's how it just gets into my world. Right. Um, and um, the other thing that I enjoyed was hospitality this time around at market. You know, I'm, I'm not an official quote-unquote hospitality designer, but I am venturing into that world and mixing it up with my... Uh, I, I think that the programming this this time around was also geared towards... Um, it wasn't exclusively hospitality designers. Right. It's like if, you have, if you're interested, mm-hmm. come and listen and learn because, you know, you've got to. So I wish I could have gotten to some of that programming. Yeah. I have to sort of live, relive High Point Market sure. through your Instagrams and... Um, and I did collect a lot of cards, and, and I did get press kits like I always do. But 
I just it was it was tough. I do I loved going to the Alden Park showroom and seeing what the designers yes, did so did there. I, I thought yes. that was oh, really that excellent. Was... I I love that they do that. That is a labor of love because that is not easy. And it gets to showcase designers with yes. a brand. Yeah. And um, you know how to utilize the the brand. I think a lot of showrooms should be listening or paying attention to that because um, it's a high note for us mm-hmm. to be able to work with a, a case goods collection or upholstery, you know, company that wants to work with designers. Yeah, no, I thought it was great, and and then that their tie-in that they did with replacements and the dining by design. It it was there's great design um, happening at market from so many sources, you know, bringing it to to. Bringing it there. So, um, well, we're going to wrap up. And this was amazing. Thank you. It really was. Thank you. I mean, I'm so happy that you could both come to the table. And um, I look forward. I will see you, Nicole. Well, either in the neighborhood or maybe we'll bump into Nicole on Halloween. David's going to spend some Halloween time with us. Oh. Um, But I'll see you in Atlanta at the designer experience. Which I'm so looking forward to. Thank you. I'm excited that you're coming. I'll see with you in spirit. And I will see you in my dreams. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Um, So, thank you. Thank you, Jane. And ladies, I love potting with you. Aww. All right. We're feeling the love. Thank you, David. (laughs) Bye. Thanks so much for listening to SED. Be sure to visit designerstoday.com for more style, substance, and soul, and also to subscribe to our magazine. Till next time, I'm Jane Dagney, Editor-in-Chief of Designers Today.